0: Hey loves, like you, I desire an abundant life and its lifestyle and to continue to show up as my best version of self, where we win in life to reclaim, rediscover, redesign an authentic and genuine self. And yes, this is intimacy on a whole new level. Welcome join us at claritywithsue.com again that's claritywithsue.com welcome to the good life life. i love the new intro benny thank you oh it's my pleasure yes aka superstar aka (laughs) superman no i'm superstar superstar we're we're a super team (laughs) <laughs> oh, Betsy has no idea what she just walked into. She's going to have a great time. Oh, that
1: was an awesome intro. Heck thank with me. you. Let's keep going. Going Ooh. and going and going.
0: <laughs> Benny, how are you? Good morning, Pacific Northwest. Good. together. Yeah? Good. Boys, I will, I will all... speak for all of Pacific Northwest for you. Yes. We're doing one. Yes, yes all of Pacific you. Northwest. Mm-hmm. I see the hawk <laughs> shirt or shirt. I... What am I thinking? Yeah. You want to start head, over? <laughs> on the head. <laughs> Here.
1: i love it i love it
0: is that well, better? Welcome... Uh, what was that oh i just said is that better <laughs> yes the seahawks okay so welcome everybody pacific northwest live we are also live on youtube of course uh on kknw but also live on youtube uh so just go to youtube if you would like to see us messing around noodling around goofing off Uh, Just go to YouTube and type in 1150 and we will be right there. If you are on the radio, thank you so much. If you are joining us after we have gone live to the SoundCloud world, the iTunes world, all the podcasty stuff, thank you so much. And please uh, give us a five-star rating because you love us and we deserve it and I deserve it. And let's just,
1: yeah, that's it, right? Superstars deserve five stars
0: i think oh so. my god oh. who is this lady who is this I lady? Know. amazing Thank just you. comes well, out the gun firing right. and all firing nice. <laughs> nice okay before i bring in betsy let me tell you something about betsy she's top 50 women-owned businesses in 2021 and 2020 the daily record top 100 women in maryland in 2020 and so much more. But before I get to started with Betsy, I got to remind all of you uh, about the wonderful collaboration and summit. You guys had asked for a summit and to provide a bunch of incredible thought leaders and to cultivate that self-worth through betrayal. And I did the interview uh, with our soul sister in Australia. So we've got an international presence that's going to be happening And we do talk about cultivating uh, that self-love and self-worth through betrayal. I kind of took a different spin on it. And it's more about accountability and ownership. Because that self-betrayal—it's self-betrayal on you—and not standing up for yourself and putting up boundaries and being really clear on who you are and how you're showing up—and it was a beautiful conversation. There's incredible people and women across the board that are in this summit, and I want to invite you guys to take part, hear it, all of that good stuff. So make sure that you sign up for my newsletter. You can go to claritywithsue.com newsletter, claritywithsue.com. If you guys also want to learn about the craziness of clarity, all online program that's the online program simply go to claritywithsue.com and that's forward slash the letter c the number two and the letter c that's craziness to clarity Uh, we will be launching april 4th and every day we're going to have 22 interviews they're only going to be available for 48 hours so you can also register at triple w cultivating self-worth dot com and then put in my first and last name which is sue lungquist again that's triple w cultivating self worth dot com forward slash sue Lundquist oh my goodness we have got some fire happening today betsy welcome yay. yay okay <laughs> what was that love
1: i uh, you know i can't wait i'm listening to what you're already talking about and we're we aligned. So we are so playing. aligned.
0: Okay, I got to tell you about Betsy. She is the founder of Adnet Account Net Inc, LGBTE and WBE certified company. Adnet is a management consulting firm focusing on human capital management. Betsy is also a published author of Miss Apple and her magical violin. We're going to have to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to be talking about her latest baby, which is Shake It Off Leadership. Betsy is a co-founder of Maryland LGBT Chamber of Commerce and Maryland LGBT Foundation. Betsy holds a bachelor's degree in business from Catholic University and a master's degree in integrated health science from Capital University of Integrated Medicine. Betsy is also certified coach, executive coach. I'm going to, I can keep going and going and going, but Betsy,
1: <laughs> love,
0: welcome. Thank,
1: Thank you, you so much. Thank you for having me, Sue. Thank I'm excited.
0: You. I am too. And I'm glad that you like that intro, get people moving okay. and going, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yep. We just switched over from uh, the Gratitude Cafe to Clarity with Sue because it's all about clarity and getting yeah, it is. Yeah, yes. it really is. So, yeah, I can do the formal bio. And as I alluded to prior to the show, I want to get to know you, your why, all of that juicy stuff, love. And so does the audience, right?
1: Mm, Yeah. Well, you know, I have to tell you, when you started talking about your um, summit and you used that word betrayal and self-betrayal, those were certainly themes what drove me to keep writing the book, you know, that, that. Uh, certain relationships that you thought were going to be one way and the betrayal that felt when they didn't go. And then you're right, my own self betrayal that I didn't intervene sooner to shift that. So, you know, really powerful about that term betrayal. I think some of our best lessons come from that, you know, you you got to have some bad stuff happen to well, I think that's really important
0: and in leaning into the bad stuff. I, and the audience knows this, you know, it's indifferent, it's right. it's all a learning experience. And I'm mm-hmm. sure you would agree to that. It yes. really is. But defining it as an adjective, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? So
1: talk to me about your why. The why, the, you know, why I do what I do. You know, I'm in the world of human capital professional staffing, so I have a love for people. But, you know, it goes to making sure people are fulfilled in the workplace. It's it's not easy to do, you know, work. The workforce out there right now is is still a toxic place. So through the work that my wonderful group of employees and myself do is we find really great people for really great workplaces. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and help to, you know, and through those personalities help to shift a workplace, you know, we kind of create a framework to our, you know, when I go out and I sell uh, to my customers, we talk about the workplace. I talk about, you know, well, if, if we're going to work together, here's, here's what your expectation is, but here's what my expectation is on how I want my teams to be treated. So, you know, we, we set that context right up front.
0: Is it true, Betsy, that It's, it is, I don't know if the right language is if it's more important that you realize as the person going in for the interview that you take the lead, you are interviewing them as much and aligning those values don't professional and personal values have got to match up.
1: Yes. Yes, Okay. absolutely. Yeah, I think any person that goes in for an interview, you you have to you are interviewing the potential workplace that you might be spending years and you have to. I mean, there are times that I've had to go and educate some of my customers on the proper questions to ask, because things that were asked 10, 20 years ago, really, really, we can't ask now. So you know, you hire someone on their merit, not on your opinion or your bias, Yes, you know, and that's, um, and we all have them, no matter how evolved we are, we have different switches inside of us that kind of were there when perhaps we started out on the planet. (laughs) And we all have to do work to shift our beliefs. We really do
0: beliefs, values, all of that, not based on, and I talk a lot about this and I think we could have this conversation too, but opinions. Yes. Mm, I could have a conversation about opinions. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, there, there is opinions. And if we're talking about the workforce, there's a whole different conversation with that. And then there's personal opinions as Mm -hmm. well. And, um, it's your choice in a personal environment. Uh, I don't I don't ask for opinions. I really don't. I mean, if it's somebody that I truly trust that's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. going to not enable me. Yes. You know, there's there's this collaborative energetic exchange is happening. I think the work environment, there's a different conversation with that. Do you want to do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yes. And okay. you know, we there's a lot of mindfulness that goes into the needs to more of it needs to go into the workplace. So I have a very diverse workforce, which I so love because we all come from different backgrounds. And so there's times that there have been uh, dicey conversations from events over the past couple of years. And sometimes we'll talk about certain things, but we seem to have unspoken ground rules of respect for one's opinion. So we may not all go in with the same opinion. Um, I could be pretty pretty firm on something that's occurred for me, but when I sit back and I really listen to the team and some of their thoughts, it gives me a different perspective sometimes it shifts my opinion. Sometimes I stay with it, but you know, I, I think when we communicate our thoughts in a really respectful way, Mm. there's more opportunity to really listen to perspective.
0: You're going right into Uh, culture, aren't you? Right. Right? I mean, that, That leadership from a work environment, it's very important. So if you are going to be the leader of said company, even if you're an entrepreneur, and Betsy and I talked about this, you could be the 11-year-old on the playground leader. However, we're talking about, and it could be leadership in general terms, but we're talking about a work environment and creating that culture that says we will be respectful We will listen to one another's opinions and take the information so we can all, because that you, you, it's taking all the information. So then you can give an educated answer and make an educated choice. Go ahead, love.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, from that, that's part of that really guided me to want to write this book. I had, I've, I have been in the workforce since the mid-1980s. So, you know, you can do the calculations, kind of figure out how old I am and or how young I am.
0: You're young. You are how young
1: I am. And so I wanted to, I wanted it to really write it. And I had just been writing different things over the years. And I said, you know, this is really time. I wanted to have something concrete. And a lot of it too, was to help the up and coming LGBTQ, LGBTQ population, because, there's there's so much strife that occurs because of who we've chosen to love which you know is it's really kind of crazy because if you're talking about that wonderful word love so you want to make something negative about that you know shame on you i agree totally you know? agree yep. so so i wanted to be able to to teach some of the up and coming here's what worked for me in business here's some of the challenges i had and whether or not you choose to be out in your business because it's a personal choice. Here's some, you know, here's some things that you can kind of be aware of to navigate around. Or or if you take the step to go get your company LGBT certified, that's going to help you get closer to the front of the line in corporations when they're looking to hire new vendors. And so I'm I'm really trying to push that conversation for for business owners who are LGBTQ because the space is opening up for us, right? Or I should say, the pie is getting bigger for opportunity. Yes. Talk
0: yeah. to me, because I, 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 I'm not in the corporate world. I mean, I am my own corporation. I haven't been in corp- corporate world for years. Thank you very mm, good for much. You. Good for you. <laughs> uh, talk to me about, you know, because when you say the LGB community and a company that is
1: certified, can you yes. talk
0: to me about that? What does that all mean? How do people do that information?
1: So if you go to nglcc.org, which is the National LGBT Chamber of Commerce, there is a certification that's recognized around the world, actually. Um, And what you do is you go through the certification process, Uh, typically it's similar to if you are getting your company certified as a women-owned business or a minority-owned business. You provide a lot of paperwork to back it up, submit it, it goes for review, you you hopefully are approved and get certified. This is now another box that you can check when on on a corporate supplier diversity portal, that shows that you're in an underserved class so when that company is looking for new vendors and they want to go outside of the large corporations this is another category that they are looking to attract for vendors got you yeah so okay. it's, similar to it, back
0: then when it was women-owned businesses yes that, yes i mean it is still but it's yeah still gotcha
1: yeah so i have won a number of corporate contracts because of that certification so i've been certified for 10 years now
0: nice
1: yeah so i really highly recommend that um that companies do this for themselves. So I know that in Seattle has, I think the first and the largest LGBT chamber of commerce. Yay! I, and I, and I'm so sorry, I can't remember the name of it, but um, just wonderful leadership with a really strong operating budget. And so, so Seattle was a trailblazer for the LGBT chamber of commerce. Nice.
0: Nice Seattle. Oh, Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Talk to me about Shake It Off.
1: Well, okay. Another, the other baby, the book. Yes, the book. So, so the title really came from the times that I played sports in high school and college. You know, you're you're shake in the groove, something's not working, you mess up, we all do. And the coach screams from the side, shake it off. And you're telling yourself, okay shake it off all in a nanosecond and and get back on my saddle and win yes and that's what leadership is sometimes in a split second we have to make a decision sometimes we have the luxury to take a time out regroup and sometimes we have to speak in the moment Mm. so you know leadership it's a craft you know Mm. you have to practice at it to keep getting better all the time just like in sports if you stop like you know I'm also a runner if I stop then I've got to do some extra training to get back into the groove of how many miles I'm accustomed to doing yes. you know leaders if you stop learning and you think you know it all you are heading down a bad path
0: oh you've got a trigger in me sister and yeah, that's not on a that personal, personal level too, right? Because yes. I and I I am such an advocate for constant learning. I am a constant, I mm-hmm. won't ever stop learning. And when you find somebody that is not aligned with that, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Again, going back to the whole values conversation, if your values yeah. don't align personally or professionally, it's kind of a hard. recipe for not gonna work unless you can come together somewhere somehow in a unity that's right and figure that out
1: and you know leadership is not about a title no oh thank you no it is about how you show up in the world i can remember uh being outspoken on certain things in my youth you know certainly in my household with my mother um (laughs) Love her. What I love her. But she was probably one of my best teachers. So she needed a little bit more learning on leadership. Um, (laughs) But if I if I look at my family system, my dad died when I was six, my mom was still in her early 40s left with five kids between six and 21. So she was the chief, and we were the Indians. Gotcha. You know, sometimes wild sometimes we listened. So look at that. That's right. Say hi. You know, hi. you're
0: totally captivating the audience. For those in the radio world and podcast, <laughs> I have Levi who's trying to get uh, my
1: attention. Uh, Levi is saying, Mommy, I'm a leader too. He is a leader. He's like, That's let's right. go. He
0: what's happening is I have my workout clothes on and he knows what's going to happen after yes. this. So he's yes. like, come on, let's, I'm go. let's go. I'm ready. I'm yes. ready. Yes. So pardon but, us.
1: No, no problem. <laughs> I know see the, right there. Yes. So, all right. Levi's method to get your attention or to, or to use his voice is the paw to come real close to you. So when you use your voice, that's leadership. Mm. It, and it doesn't really matter how old um, you are, how young you are, if you're, if you're observing something and you want something, you know, like a, like a, a kid, how we would, we knew if our parents gave us an, al- if our parents gave us an allowance, we could save it and have get that, you know what I mean? So sometimes I know I would take the initiative for the certain chores around the house, knowing that it would lead me to I get this so I could go save money for that. That's that's a form of leadership. As simple as it is.
0: Mm. Let's, if we could, Betsy, thank you for that. Let's, if we could, have a conversation. Uh, because this is big for me. I mean, this is what I do, and that's you know, how are you showing up? Right. And putting into practice literally. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. practice, rehearse, and first getting really clear on who that is, finding that culture that, that, like that personal mission, mission statement, I call it and design the PCC, which is your personal code of conduct. Mm -hmm. And you can, you design your personal code of conduct within a leadership environment within the family. If, if you're single and you're attracting a new partnership, you've got to still get clear on who you are, how you're showing up, what your values are. So you can attract that. Yes. Let's have that conversation about those values and what that looks like. Could we?
1: Sure. Okay. All right. Okay. (laughs) So it, you know, it, it starts with simple things leadership. Part of leadership is modeling behavior. So in the 32 years that I've had my company, my leadership has shifted, evolved, uh, hit the skids, I, I think know, that's excelled. important.
0: I want to put a pin in that. I'm, I don't mean to interrupt mm-hmm. you, but also it's radio, and I want to put a pin yes. in that because I think it's really important that that the audience and the people listening understand it's an evolution. You have a practice yes. of a baseline of your true values. Yes, you hold to those. Absolutely. However, and there's an evolution process because it's an ebb and flow. Not only your life, and in a professional life as well. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's important that people understand. It's, it's not one fits all. It's not all in the box. You have no. some that you keep in the box, but you can keep them. Yes. I see. I don't like boxes at all. I
1: don't, I don't either. I don't. Either. <laughs> well, you know what? I love wooden boxes, but, um, I, I, yes, so, but no, not the boxes that would contain me. No, no. But with, you know, with leadership, um, we are certainly have been surrounded in our world by poor leadership and and you can make up whatever you wish to make up on that what i have the most respect for is when leaders make an error and they acknowledge Mm -hmm. it and are accountable for it so and that's that's a theme and and that's part of the work culture is that when we including me make mistakes We acknowledge it and we take accountability for it. You know, Um, now if, if someone continues to make the same mistakes all the time and keep apologizing without a shift, then, you know, that's, that's not okay either. That to me seems a little patronizing.
0: Patronizing is just lip service. Right, right
1: but personal it's, or
0: professional folks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if is. you can, if you can be accountable and, and see, and that leadership is also in our personal relationships, if you've made a mistake, you know, be accountable for it. And, and sometimes things can be forgiven and sometimes they can't, but whatever the case, if you know in your soul that you've made some kind of amends, and I guess that speaks to part of my work of being sober for the past seven years. If, if, there, I'm going to kind of do a dotted line to that self betrayal. Yeah, go. you know, the forgiveness, that's really important. And when you're in a workplace, you have a responsibility as a leader, whatever, whatever role that you play in the company is to model good behavior. Because if you want your team to win, if you want people to feel fulfilled, and they're looking to you you have to model it so so for instance we have certainly been around leaders we've seen them in companies who don't practice what they preach well that can only go so long because then there's usually some kind of terrible things brewing under the surface the that are, yeah, yeah and then all of a sudden will explode and the person in is like well how'd that happen well you know you I, I saw it coming. You asked me for feedback. I'm kind of saw it coming. So even in my own organization, if something is not going in a good direction, I can kind of see it beforehand. And and Sue, it's not that I have this magical power. I mean, I've owned the company for over 30 years. I, I know things before I see it on paper, because I'm really listening mm-hmm. to in our meetings um and and i find that my staff too will say hey you know i observed this is it possible that if this doesn't shift we could go down this track and i'm like yeah okay yes. right
0: there that is beautiful because what i'm hearing you say you've created a culture within your company that is allowing that type of conversation with your staff and employees saying Hey, you know what? Something's not quite awry here. Can we unpack this a bit and and have that conversation? We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, more with Betsy, um, and we're going to shake it up and shake it off. And we're going to talk more about leadership. Now, audience, remember this leadership in this conversation Again, it could be the 11-year-old on the playground, it could be you in your personal life, and it can also be you as an entrepreneur, and in the professional business world. It's a great conversation, it's an important conversation, and when we come back, we're going to continue with Betsy, and we're going to be live on YouTube, so if you want, you can join us there. We'll be right back, you guys. Hey loves, this is Sue with the Gratitude Cafe and my website, Clarity with Sue, creating vitality, abundance, resilience. It's clear mindset. Clarity is your fuel and your gas pedal for all that you desire. Win at life and reclaim, rediscover, redesign the authentic and genuine you. Come get some freebies at claritywithsue.com. That is claritywithsue.com.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Norman, your health tip of the day from the African American Wellness Project. Infections like polio, smallpox, and measles used to be as common as coronaviruses today. But now we have life-saving vaccines for those and other diseases. Sadly, too many children still go unvaccinated. Choosing to delay or refuse vaccine puts your child and other children at serious risk. So talk to your child's doctor today about vaccines. And for more information, visit aawellnessproject.org.
0: Hey there everyone, Sue here with Clarity with Sue. You also know me as the host and creator of the Gratitude Cafe. Please sign up for the newsletter so we can stay in touch. All you gotta do is go to claritywithsue.com, sign up for the newsletter and I am creating vitality, abundance and resilience. I want you to win in life and to reclaim, rediscover, redesign the authentic and genuine you. If that sounds juicy and yummy, come over, let's have a conversation, sign up for the newsletter and or the coaching program and the C2C live online program. Again, that's ClarityWithSue.com.
1: Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. you me around and smile at me. You get the picture? Yes, we see <laughs> love it, love it.
0: Leader of the pack. All right, we are back. You guys, we're having a great. If you've missed the first half hour, well, poo poo on you. Go back and listen to it. We're having a great conversation around leadership, getting really clear on leadership, and we kind of did a little pin about you know when I when I first came in, I was talking about that uh self betrayal and cultivating that, and then Betsy kind of. Swung us back around because there's there is quite a bit in our life where we we do have self betrayal and we diminish ourselves and then we were talking about what leadership means, who you are, and how you're showing up in the world and how that uh, parlays not only in personal life but uh, again going into the professional and executive realm. Whether you're an eleven year old on the playground, whether you're a grandparent, whether you're a parent or an executive across mm-hmm. the board, that leadership role, you first and foremost have to get clear on who you are, right. what right. your values are, and creating that culture not only within your home, mm-hmm. but also moving forward into a professional environment. And during uh, the break in YouTube, we've just started talking about that. Do you want to continue? Um, it was grandchildren yes. and yes. <laughs> Got gotcha, you, girl. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> right? At least this right. time, I got gotcha. you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, and you know, I'm I'm grateful because you know, my daughter too has instilled certain learnings for the girls, and um, they have just really, it's it's magnificent to watch them come into their own and mm-hmm. speak up for themselves and speak out. Um, and, and having you know, a what, safe
0: space to have them yes. to be able to share my voice, my fear, my doubt or my, I'm going to just lose my shiitake moment. That's right. right. That's yeah. right.
1: That's right. And, you know, part, part two, also with leadership is some of the, some of the chapters I talked about on the book are related to burnout or related to grief because these are God. real things that we experience, whether or not we're in the corporate space yes. and we need to give ourselves more permission to say, I don't feel myself, you know, whatever, whatever that is, or, you know, grief, it, grief is an, is a natural occurrence. It is a manifestation of one's love for another who we lost yet in companies. What do we give it three days off five days off, come on back and jump back into the soup. Mm. And, um, You know, not a, I'm a small business. I can't, I can't afford to give someone unlimited time for grief, for bereavement. Yet what we do is we really watch out for each other when there's loss. We acknowledge it. we, um, you know, we don't spend concentrated time on it because if you always put a magnifying glass on that, on that pain, then, then you can't move forward, right. but we acknowledge it. And, and the space is there for, if there's anything you need, if you need a breather, you know, if you need to start later, if you, if you're having one of those days, you know, and being virtual, it's like, if, look in the middle of the day, if you want to go take a nap, you want to go have a, you know, an emotional moment, go.
0: Yes. Oh, I encourage emotional moments. Go Mm -hmm. through a tantrum.
1: (laughs) That's right. Whatever you need. That's right. Whatever you need. So, you know, leadership on, you know, on the, on the bigger scale, if you're, if you're leading an organization or a team is you really have to be mindful of life events that occur for people. And also that occur for you as the leader, because if we're not taking care of self, how can we expect our team? Because again, your team is looking to you for the leadership, for the vision, for the behaviors. So we have, as a leader, have to be extra mindful. And you know what? We chose to be in that leadership role. So that's part of our job.
0: Yeah. Accountability and responsibility. That's right. So what if, what Betsy, uh, and again, I want to remind all of the audience, her latest book, uh, Shake It Off. And where can they get a hold of this?
1: You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. And if you go to my website, Betsysarulo.com, there is also a free download for a mini workbook. That has some exercises that are in the book, and uh, you know, I'm one for lists. I'm one for how many by when. Uh, there's a, yeah, there's a couple self reflection exercises in that workbook. So go download it for free, and then you can kind of get a flavor for the book. And if you like it, you can download the um, the book version or the audio version. All right, love. Repeat I because I
0: don't have that link. Repeat that so they get it.
1: Uh. Betsy Cerullo.com, B-E-T-S-Y-C-E-R-U-L-O.com.
0: Uh, dot com, but is uh, is there a special forward slash for the download? No, it's just right it. there? You'll oh, see okay. it. okay, okay, I just can, wanted to make sure. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And
1: you can um, buy Shake It Off Leadership or my children's book, "Miss Crabapple. Miss Crabapple, that's so cool
0: Okay, <laughs> now, wait a minute. There was a question I was gonna ask you um, about leadership. Uh, it'll come back to me.
1: That's okay. Well, maybe it is. Are some days do I act like a Miss Crab Apple as I'm being a leader? Yes. (laughs) And I acknowledge it. Sometimes if I'm having a bad day, I'll tell my team at one of our meetings, like, I just want to tell you, tell you I'm not quite myself today. And if I'm on the quiet side, I'm just working through it. Ooh,
0: that's a really good conversation to have. And I say that because you have provided a culture and a space for vulnerability and honesty. Yes. Yes. Not enabling, not, not the drama. Oh my God, let me hold it. Not that it's, Hey, if I'm quiet, I'm quiet. I'm just working through my stuff. Thank you for giving me that space. Let's keep moving. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, with boundaries, because that's another thing Ah. that we work on in the organization boundaries there, you have to have healthy boundaries,
0: Talk to me Not about that time. in a professional environment. Talk to so, me about how you do that culture in
1: You know, sometimes the the acronym TMI, we don't have to know all <laughs> of the information that's going on. You know, keep something to yourself. Now, obviously, if if you're in a a, a real struggle and you need to sit down and have a conversation. We encourage that. We encourage the one on one. So, you know, whoever your direct manager is or myself, if you need to have that conversation to help yourself move past something. Absolutely. Um, There comes a point where you have to be mindful of where the professional and the personal boundaries. You have to have that in an organization, because if we're always talking about all of our feelings we lose our objectivity and in business you have to most time stick to the facts ma'am but you can stick to the facts with love you can and compassion
0: give me a a script walk me through that conversation because I think that's a really important I, I feel it with the audience they're like well then how do I, as a leader, set that boundary? And I call it saying a respectful, no nurturing and loving, not only myself, but mm-hmm. the other person, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. So so if there's an employee and we have contractors that work across the country as well. So we have our corporate staff, we have our contract staff. And if we have people that are in trouble uh, and we have had that through COVID, we've had to do some, Define trouble.
0: What do you mean? Like mental? Mental, yeah,
1: where they would kind of disappear or maybe um, behaviors just seemed unusual or edgy. We've had to, we don't call people out in a group. We'll have a one-on-one conversation to really find out what's going on. No assumptions What's underneath this. Yes. No, no so assumptions.
0: What I see Betsy with you is you guys stay in that state of awareness, not judgment, not yeah. shaming. Just say, mm, right. something's a little aloof here. Right. We need to check into it. Similar to you having your business for 30 years and having yes. that culture where people can come and talk to you. I love it. Go yeah. ahead. Beth.
1: So if yeah. you, if we have a deadline, the deadline is the deadline is the deadline. You you have deadlines in business, so if a customer is expecting something and we've missed the deadline, we go back and do okay. So, so we have to quickly correct it. But so then we go back and say, okay, now that we fixed it, we met the deadline. Let's go back and unpack what occurred. So we'll call it a postmortem. So, okay. Or an so audit what, is audit yeah, the same thing. Okay. You can okay. use audit. Go. Let's go back and talk through the facts what occurred okay and then sometimes from that we'll see that perhaps it was a training issue there was a non-clarity issue for the correct deadline um or something was occurring for the individual whether the individual is the purse is is on adnet staff or the contractor that we're representing so we kind of evaluate all those pieces to determine, okay, so, okay, our work is in human capital, human beings, we're unpredictable. What can we do going forward? Should we see that? What can, how can we be proa- proactive to make sure you know the feelings or the emotions can still occur, but we can still meet the deadline? Or do we have to go and renegotiate the deadline before it passes? That's always an option. Right. So it comes down to communication, but not enabling you when you said it, not enabling, because if enabling is not a good thing, it is not. Nobody learns when you enable.
0: No. Okay. Talk to me about the next generations coming in. We've got, we've got that conversation too. They've, you know, a lot of stuff and, and this is a sticky conversation guys. And I say this with love and I know that Betsy, Mm -hmm. the whole intention of this is new perspective, new thoughts, new ideas. Yes, and we're just sharing information. It's never to shame or to nope. m- m- have any of that. Nope. And if you're feeling that, then there's something in you that you need to address because we're not provide we're not providing that shame to you or right. whatever that guilt is. So that enabling and the the generations that are coming into the workforce and they've got a different kind of mindset. Can we have that conversation and how we overcome that? Yes. We can, add, so, we can give it an adjective if you, if you
1: like. I'm not sure what to call it, but you know, enabling sometimes it feels good. You know, sometimes like if my wife says, "Yeah, you don't have to go run. Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, 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 I've run half marathons. I want to run another race over the next year. So, you know, there's some certain steps I have to take. So, so if I would rather have Oreos, you know, a half a sleeve of Oreo cookies, then go run. Right, nah, there not such a good thing. <laughs> so, but, but see, sometimes the enabling might feel good. But in the end, like even with the, the up and coming generation, who's so brilliant, the way the way the younger generation has such a grasp on technology is amazing to me. Close my mind. Yes, the fact that they're so attuned to the environment that they speak out about gun control, about politics, about um, the LGBT community, the LG- yes, all of that, LGBTQ all of it. and oh. the and their allies. They're amazing allies. I mean that. That generation is, I am so proud of them because if we've got a shot at peace Mm -hmm. and for major shifts in this country is is that generation. And I am just so proud of them. So, you know, but sometimes there's been something that's been infused into the culture that we 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 you have to acknowledge for everything. Well. The, okay. So we can lose on the field, on the playing field.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And why are we giving, sometimes when you hear everybody gets trophy, every kid gets trophy. Okay. Uh, well, uh, um, maybe there's a different way to acknowledge the magnificence of loss that can be a teachable moment on, okay, what can you do different? Not just, you know, go out and be better what can you do different? Or maybe you have to flex that muscle a little differently versus your failure. You know what I mean? Right? Yes. So getting getting a big trophy, driving a a fancy sports car, you know, having dressing a certain way, those are these, these uh, tangible trophies. Um, But do they necessarily mean you're a winner? No, how many, I'm sure, Sue, how many people do we know between us who look like everything is perfect, but, you know, (laughs) disaster. Oh, I didn't walk like that at all. I never have
0: done that.
1: Oh, yeah. Come on. I've had to, I have had some of my toughest times. I have had to dress perfectly and show up at a customer and smile like, you know, the world was smiling with me. But when I get into the car, I was like, holy crap you yeah. know, but that's part, that's part of what you have to do. But for the, but for this generation, you know, I, my wish for them is that they're really observing what you think they are. They're observing the behaviors of the baby boomers. And some some of, some of them happen to reside in the, in the area of Washington, DC. And, and <laughs> uh, you know, I, I won't, there you go. So if they can just see that, you know what, I don't want to be like that. Or, I can, I can choose differently.
0: Ooh, that's really important. You know, there has been this overlaying energy frequency thing that has been happening through my interviews. Big fat permission slip. Just because it was done that way doesn't mean it has to be done that way again. Right. If you've got some creative, respectful, kind. Mm -hmm. compassionate manner way culture value to handle said situation do it and without enabling
1: that's right because you know how many times I can see it in in my younger professional years where I'd have somebody who was older say that's how we always did it oh and I think to myself that doesn't mean I would know it's like, that wasn't empowering, but you know, because that was someone who, who felt safer in the old ways. And so now that I happen to be one of those older people, <laughs> if I, if I feel that that term, that's how we used to do it is anywhere coming near to pass through my mouth. I've stopped myself like, <laughs> nope, gotta make, gotta make space for, for other ways of thinking and the younger generations are amazing because they also have more permission to be themselves even though you know bullying all of that is atrocious or maybe now it's it was always there and we're just noticing it and calling it out more spotlight yeah the younger generation there there's so many more things are more accepting Mm. You know, like to, when I, when I see now kids who are going to proms in same sex relationships and I think to myself, wow, uh, not that, I mean, that's not growing where I up. Was. yeah, that's not where I was in high school, but oh. I'm thinking to myself, wow, that's yeah. really incredible. Too, too bad my generation didn't have the guts to do it or Yeah, but wait a minute. Underground. Yeah, but you
0: you guys set the stage. There's always there's always the the light of the fire, right? Yes, it really is.
1: And even the generations that were ahead of me, what they did for me to be able to be who I am today, they were so courageous. I don't really think of myself as 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 being that because what they had to walk through, so I could be me it's all wow. relative
0: right wow. it's relative yeah. but my hat's off to you too sister I mean <laughs> you have changed lives you've stepped in the rink many times and being oh. that leader
1: yes so and I'll always that, that
0: love and appreciation thank you, thank you. yes now and to appreciation I and I did a um I it was a uh talk on gratitude a few years ago and it was for an executive kind of um environment and during my research I found and this was a few years ago the numbers may have changed and I go into again the conversation around the culture and the values and being a leader and talking about that and the value and the importance of gratitude and appreciation yes seven, I think it was 77 or 75% of employees mm-hmm. do not feel appreciated. Don't yeah. have woof, 75% that's a, tea, that's a lot. That is a bottom line hit, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you, as a leader, whether you're an entrepreneur or a parent or, mm-hmm. and if we're talking specifically in a corporate environment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i would highly suggest not even an opinion just a suggestion but it's yeah. pretty strong yeah really integrating appreciation and gratitude into yeah. that culture yep because i know and safety too because i know when i feel safe and i can feel heard and i feel appreciated i know that i'm going to perform i'm going to show up so yes. much more right yes At more
1: Yes. And, you know, in our weekly staff meetings, we start off with, you know, your wins, what's a challenge, what and what are you grateful for? Yes. So yes. every week we say, it and actually, we've been starting to talk about it more. So I, I send out I have a list called tidbits of joy. And if you go to my company oh. website, add it, that is adnetp3.com. There's a section for tidbits of joy. Uh, and I started it through COVID because, you know, why don't we were stuck home and I thought, oh my God, I've got to inspire myself here. So <laughs> I, st- I started to write. So as I was finishing up writing Shake It Off Leadership, I was also writing. And I was trying to do that to communicate with my, uh, with my customers and my contract employees since I couldn't see them. Yes. So I would write something, I would get inspired by some kind of theme, and I would write it. And so last week, I was just flipping around YouTube, because I always like music in the background when I'm working. And there was something about Oprah Winfrey's gratitude speech. And it's, a, it's on YouTube, It's about 12 minutes long, I started to listen to it. And she had other people giving some quotes on gratitude. And I thought, this is really, this is what I needed that day. So I, I sent, of the course my, it
0: showed up for you. Yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. I, I sent out my tidbits of joy around the gratitude. So we just kind of kept talking about it in the workplace. And I started to get responses back from people on what they were grateful for. Ooh. So we want, we want to say what we're grateful for. Sometimes we just need to be asked. Mm. You know?
0: This is a really important conversation, and I, and I feel that, and, and, and mind you, gratitude, and I, my company was I'm Thankful Network, I'm Thankful LLC, the Gratitude Cafe, I mean, I have been immersed, you teach what you most need to learn, yeah. within the gratitude, so that's a huge value for me in that gratitude and appreciation. I think the conversation should be had around being very particular about said appreciation and said yes. gratitude yes. you know i really witnessed you today and i just want to appreciate how you showed up i know it wasn't easy yes. but i admire your strength and your courage and i'm so thankful that you modeled that for me yeah yeah that's way better than you know what great job awesome
1: yeah. oh yeah no that's the there difference there is oh. and um and we, we acknowledge each other, because I can tell you over the years that, that me as the CEO oh. felt very lonely and oh, very man. unappreciated at different times. So you know, over the past 10 years, when I actually um, exited a toxic business relationship and took back my company 100%, I really shifted the culture to really where I needed to head. And mm. my, my everyday journaling was a mantra on top on what I wanted to see for my company. Cause we were going through really challenging times coming out of the recession. I'd write five so sustaining things.
0: above the line, keeping that frequency That's above right. the line. Yep. This is
1: what I wanted. I declared what I wanted. I'd write five things that I was grateful for, which I still do most every day. And I would kind of do a free flow journaling. Mm. I'd get out my gunk. You know, if I was mad at something, if I <laughs> was mad stuff. at myself, yeah, yeah, I would get out before I went to the office. So, so if you do a lot of reading now, people employ people in the workplace are really wanting to be acknowledged and, and to feel appreciated, and that tends to be more so than more money. Because gratitude and and love is priceless.
0: Oh, gosh, I'm sorry. I talked to you, please. Gratitude
1: and love is priceless.
0: Feeling heard, understood. I mean, that's uh, so many conversations around that and the basis of men or women. I want to feel, I want to feel heard. Yeah, I want to be seen. I want to be seen for who I am. I want that safety to be able to provide that. Because, you know, Even though I, I, if I'm standing in the rink and and I don't know what totally what I look like, and that's okay, and I'm working through it. I don't want to be shamed, right? Guilted through any of that. Just hold the space. Don't enable. Don't bring in the drama. Right. That's right. That's right. Good conversation.
1: Absolutely. So good. Absolutely. Yes. I'm ready for my day.
0: Yay! Remember to go get Betsy's book, shake it off. You can find it at all retailers. And of course her website, I will have all of her information in all the show notes on my social media, all of that good juicy stuff. Betsy, I want you to receive this. Thank you. I said this earlier, but thank you so much for your leadership showing up. Being that example to all of these people, whether it's your direct employment, your contractors, this you and me having this conversation, your grandchildren, thank you so much. Your LGBTQ yeah. is it LGBTQ Q. community? Yeah, yeah, yes. all of that. So keep thank shining you. your light, sweetheart. Congratulations on Shake It Off book. Thank you so much for joining us here at Clarity with Sue. I totally appreciate you and your conversation your language and your energy and your authenticity so thank you very much thank you
1: and thank you Sue. i really appreciate today Mm, you're welcome
0: oh thank you so much all right you guys thank you thank you thank you for listening give us a five-star review on the itunes podcast world uh if you have any other questions you want more things to learn and educate of course you know how to get a hold of me claritywithsue.com send me a note And sign up for the newsletter. Until then, we'll see you next week. And until then, each of you are a gift. Get out there and share yourself with the world.